Hello everybody, you're watching the McAllister Hours, I am your host, Colin McAllister, and with me today is probably one of my closest friends, we've been knowing each other for a number of years, I could not start this podcast off with anyone else, please welcome RJ Clintz. This is this is our first run, so everybody bear with us. Here, try talking again. Fuck. Try getting a little closer, maybe. Got it. Okay, now now we're going. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I need to get a new mic. You're gonna be struggling with the distance a little more than I am. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. We're, we are good <laughs> we'll snap who in the beginning there but that's all good so like i said here in the studio today with rj kuntz um starting this off kuntz kuntz ah fuck <laughs> i already fucked it up right off the bat that's all right so uh how you doing today rj doing great doing great feeling pretty good man got a job again so you know yeah, yeah, that's good to be working. Um, and tell everybody, where are you working? What, what are you doing? I work at Bravo. It's an Italian restaurant. Uh, I just run food. Um, I clean just all kinds of different stuff. Um, it's pretty fun. It's it's money coming in. It's not a lot of money, but hey, a job's a job. Exactly. Uh, last few months have been rough. You know, I lost my mom and everything. So um, getting back to reality has been a little tough, but... Um, I'm back there now so that's good man i'm glad to hear that um so i know we wanted to talk shop on politics rj's pretty um heavily involved politically but um before we get into that i want to talk a little bit about palmer's um maybe tell <laughs> tell a couple stories from that what do you think um, oh how far back do you want me to go um i mean you were you were working there longer than i am um I started the end of 2015. That's when I met you um, back at the Weston Wayne location. Uh, so I started like three years before you did. And um, I don't know. It, there's a lot of things that went on there that were just like, wow, you know, you couldn't believe what you were seeing. Uh, you know, it, specific stories that were really funny. I mean, I could, I could go on all day, but... Um, <laughs> Without mentioning any names. Yeah, yeah um, let's try to avoid that. <laughs> um, let me think. Um, there was this one time um, where I was on deliveries and I came back to the store and my boss was like, oh, I need you to run a pickle <laughs> to these people. I'm like, one pickle? Really? One pickle? I got to run a pickle out to somebody? I'm like, okay, if, if that's really what you want me to do, I'll go run them a fucking pickle, and it's going to take me 20 minutes to get out there. So I, just little things like that. Yeah. Um, just really nitpicky. <laughs> like a pickle, right? Well, and for those who might not know, um, the pickles at Palmer's are free. So for them to waste manpower to just deliver a free item like that, 
you know, the, um, we're not going to name the name of the company, but um, that company fucked us in the ass, definitely, um, plenty of times. <laughs> true, true, yeah, true. Tuesdays were hell. Um, basically, how it worked was there were individual orders that came in um, oh, for a group yes. order, and how they each order was printed individually on one piece of paper so you would be doing orders that'd be probably what 40 to 75 different 40 orders. to 70 different pieces of paper yeah for and, one group and they all had to be on their own check yep so like it was all online and it was a real pain in the ass i'll tell you that yeah <laughs> and that's not to include any of the other orders we had any other group orders uh sandwich trays catering um yeah working at that place was kind of a fucking mess i don't know how they're still well now it's so out of control because you have a certain somebody who wants to take over the whole damn joint and uh like i said i won't mention any names but i think we all know who that person is <laughs> the those are in the circle yeah <laughs> um take a trip to ingersoll and you'll exactly you'll uh, you'll exactly. get a taste of that exactly <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm just glad I'm not there anymore. Honestly, uh, yeah, really corrupt company. Um, it was more stress than what it was worth. Basically, I mean, and you know because you know you've been through that. You were at downtown for a while. Yep, it was very uh, unorganized and fucked up. I mean, you saw how that place was run. So, um, besides the pickle experience, do you have any? Um, I mean, I can name. Um, Why don't you tell me a story about tell, tell you a story? Because I think I think you were still there in 2016 when I moved to Michigan. Yep, were you? Yep. So there must have been something that happened when I wasn't around. Uh, there was the there was the issue with the manager's son. Um, that was pretty bad. Uh, there was a lot of nepotism. Uh, basically, this manager had two kids, um, both older, uh, mid 20s. Um, one of them was my age. And he was an asshole. He he didn't know fucking anything. He was an idiot. And I struggled a lot working with him. Um, again, not naming names, but um, those who know us and well, work there he, with us know who I'm talking about. He was a man-child, you know? Yeah. That's no. my definition of him. But uh, <laughs> kind of clueless. Yeah. But I, hear, I heard now that he's... Uh, Apparently, he's an executive chef or some kind of chef, and that kind of scares the hell out of me. <laughs> he's like, this guy's a fucking chef, and I've been doing this shit longer than him, so I don't know. That, that always baffled me, but... Yeah. Um, interesting times uh, at Palmer's. It was a, a learning experience, definitely. Yeah. But I will never work for that company I don't care if they beg me to come back. Yeah, I I think I would run the same way because they have no they have no control. The people that the, uh, the system is there's no HR. I mean, there's technically an HR, but I mean, I didn't find out about HR until right before I quit. I mean, it's not something that they bring HR, to the table. Their HR is one person. Yep, for four stores, and um, it's just a clusterfuck. I yeah. Mean, and there's nepotism in the high ranking too, which that makes it an issue. I mean, let's say you wanted to go to the HR about the people up top, you're fucked. Oh yeah, they'll get rid of you. Yeah, they'll find a way to push you out. They've been doing that for years. Yeah, food service is brutal. I I'm really glad I got out of that. 
Um, well, you're doing better now, so that's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. That's all that matters, bro. Yeah. But yeah, I'm glad to be your guest today. And uh, yeah, this is fucking awesome. Anything's on the table, so anything's on the table. <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah, I, I can't think of any crazy Palmer stories off the top of my head. It was just... I mean, there were so many that, you know... It all blends into, like, okay, one... Okay, for instance, my friend Laura that died last week. Yeah. She worked for them um, back when I started, and she was drunk all the time. Um, here's a funny story. It's not really funny, because she was a severe alcoholic, and she's dead now, but this one day, she came in drunk, and one of the co-workers, they were kind of good friends, and he walked by her and like pushed her head into the scale and like slammed like slammed her head into the scale the, like the meat weighing yeah, scale the weighing Jesus scale Christ. and she just stood there for like five minutes going oh that hurt and like she could barely even walk and shit <laughs> she had a bruise on her head like immediately so you know that she had like jaundice or liver problems and shit oh damn and she just stood there and stood there and i remember her last day she came in and um she was drunk. she was totally drunk and uh she told off the manager and she got fired and she fell into the dishwasher <laughs> and um she's like they had to drag her out of there jesus but i mean it, that was one of the crazier stories um i remember there's a co-worker of mine i wasn't there at the time but i heard this legendary story about the woman who came in trash she was drinking alcohol in the store and um um in the west of location there's a big pole that's like in the center of the back that back um prep area and this woman just is singing la 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 like swinging around the pole that was, um, I think my friend told me about her. That was before Laura. And she would drink, like, the liquor that was for, like, you know, catering. Oh, really? Like, under the... Yeah, the under the catering station. So she would, like, sneak the bottles and pour them in a cup and like, act like she was drinking water when the whole time she's drinking pure liquor. And uh, they let that crap go on for God knows how. Oh, yeah. Um there's so many stories that store people drinking on the job. Um, Even downtown, when I was downtown, there was this one girl, and again, I mentioned names, but man, she would just, it was like her personal party. She'd go in, she'd go in the back, drink whiskey right out of the fucking bottle, <laughs> and like, you could tell she was messed up, but the manager didn't care. He's like, well, I don't know, I don't care. You know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar. <laughs> <laughs> so the bald guy that's all i'm gonna say the bald man <laughs> <laughs> that's about right <laughs> yeah. that motherfucker uh but yeah uh just a just a crazy environment to work in food service in general is just well um, that place was even more stressful than a regular food it was just like out of control there was no standards. There was no consequences. You could do whatever the hell you wanted. Hell, you could steal. I mean, they had no way of uh, cracking anything. It's ridiculous. <laughs> is, my, is my mic cutting out a little bit? Or yeah, it, it's been... I. 
Okay. Well, it's just a trial run. But. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's too bad, but um, I'm definitely gonna need to invest in a new mic here. Um, sorry about that. No, no, I just uh, see I'm not hearing it again. Yeah, fuck. God, thing. We Thank might have to adjust this on break. All right. Okay. Um, we're good for now, though. I think that's a little better now. Yep. Yeah. It, fuck. Like we're I not, said, guys, just a trial run. This is just a trial run. I'm not uh, sponsored by anyone. I don't have any money. So <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants we're not, to donate. We're not letting down our sponsors or anything. <laughs> our sponsors have no reason to worry because we don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are no lines we can cross at this point. <laughs> we're not going to get fired here. Yeah, exactly. Um, I am my own. I, I mean, I'm not making any money, but if I was making money, I would be my own boss in a sense. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I got Patreon. Donate to that fucking shit. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. I don't want to work anymore. I don't want to go to school. I just start, want to do this. Start plugging your music, man. Start <laughs> yeah. plugging your music. Uh, yeah, album in the works. I got a single on Spotify. Fucking, I can, fuck. If anybody actually wants to listen to that, they can go for it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, n- enough about Palmer's. You want to? Yeah, enough about Yeah. I hear anything for you. I'm out. Okay, hold on. Okay, all right. Yeah, why don't you do that? Let me try to fuck with this a little bit. Jesus Christ! Is it weird? My voice in my head is deeper. Is what? Is deeper? Is that normal? Yeah, I've noticed that too. Um, it's this... like I'm like really deep voiced. Yeah, yeah. I I got the same thing going on. But that's just like. Not live. I mean, we're recording, but we're not live. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Um, we're about 15 minute mark. We're gonna try to take a break every half hour. Um, cool. Okay. I just grabbed a beer, so I think I'm good for a minute. Good for a little bit. Um. Yeah. Let's talk politics. Um. Oh boy. You you wanted to get straight? Into, is there? I, well, that's kind of the grand finale for all this. So, is there anything else you want to? get into before getting into politics nope. music let's um, get right into let's it let's get right into it fuck um so the big thing that happened today was uh, mike pence was um uh appointed to handling the coronavirus um right that actually happened yesterday but yesterday. yes uh, i watched the conference it was interesting um, elaborate on that. How would you say interesting? I, I, I knew this was coming because when the media, okay, when I say media, I mean like mainstream media, mm-hmm. I feel like they're panicking everybody to the point where, you know, he had to come out and do this response and have a news conference. And now like the Democrats are blaming President Trump for not being prepared for the coronavirus. Yeah, I... So, I mean, I don't know. You can't... Anybody could be the president. You can't just... I, I don't know. I think there's still a lot of divisiveness going on. Oh, yeah, 110%. I mean, this disease, it could be serious. Um, you got folks like Rush Limbaugh who are calling it just the common cold, Okay. And that's very possible, but there's other folks saying that it's more contagious than the flu. I, I mean, there is a seven to d- ten day incubation period. Um, that, in my mind, scares me. Um, 
because you could have it and not show symptoms for two weeks yeah and not know that you're spreading it exactly which is a big problem but we don't really know what's going on yet i mean this is a pandemic in china it's not here yet and now the mainstream media is telling us oh it's gonna be here get ready and i was telling you earlier today before we got here that if they cause enough panic people are going to stop going to work people are going to stop going out it's going to affect the account look what it's done to the stock market yep two thousand points in the last two days and i get the panic because of trade stuff like this is just i don't know i don't really don't know it's kind of too early to talk about this coronavirus you think it's too early? You don't think? I mean, there there have been cases in Wisconsin, Omaha, and Nebraska, and there's cases in Michigan. And I guess my biggest concern is the one that came out of California last night, which isn't tied to China. It's not. I didn't linked. hear about that. So. It's not linked to any other country. This person apparently never traveled to China. Oh, really? So this could be uh, a big thing, but they don't know at this point how this person got it because they didn't yeah. travel anywhere. So there could be a few people that aren't quarantined that should be. I don't know. Kind of a big deal. I, I don't. It is a really big deal. Um, I mean, at least from from what we've heard, I think it's hard to. I think a lot of the big problem is it's hard to say because China has tried to keep this on the down low so much. And yeah, and China's been doing some shady shit. Oh yeah, really um, shady shit. I heard, uh, now I don't know if this is true, but a couple sources that I saw said this, that they were burning bodies alive to try to contain the pandemic over there. Now, I don't know if that's true, but I saw two different sources that said that. Um, You know, I guess China operates differently than we do here, but (laughs) we we wouldn't be burning bodies to try to cover it up or, you know... I don't know. I think they're doing some shady shit, but uh, how would we know? We wouldn't know. Exactly. And that's the problem with uh, how the government works over there. It's so, um, you know, that's one of the biggest problems with this, uh, the communist um, social thing is um, you have this end result like China where it's so controlled and the government is so focused on one person or group of people that they can cover almost anything up. Right. And, you know, you see those news feeds from China and everybody's wearing those face masks. Yep. Right? Now, the panic is so severe now, thanks to the media, face masks are selling out in stores in record numbers. People are actually buying into this. I, I don't know if face masks is not going to prevent you from getting sick. It might help, but I mean, if you're going to get it, you're going to get it. What's a little dust mask going to do? I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I don't, I don't know the science behind that, how that works. But, I mean, it's not airborne, from what I understand. It's not airborne yet. Um, I don't know. I, just what I saw in the news about these, um, there was this reporter that went out to a Walgreens in Chicago today. Okay. And he was looking, you know or face masks or whatever, and they were all sold out, gone. Mm-hmm. So obviously the panic by the media is working. Yeah. But I mean, here in Des Moines, I haven't seen maybe, I've seen maybe two people wearing those. I haven't seen any of that either. But um, it's not going to help you. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> in the in the grand scheme of things, if, you know, if, if it's between 
getting it and not getting it when it comes to a face mask is probably not going to do too much. Right. Um, but but it's know. highly contagious, so, you know, Maybe. by touch, you don't have to just inhale anything. You can touch somebody and get it. Mm-hmm. That's what they're trying to say. Now, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But <laughs> the fatality rate in China is way higher. I don't know why that is. Then I heard mostly elderly people were dying from this, just like the flu. And I heard another statistic yesterday. You know, I wish, I listened to Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. So on his show yesterday, he was saying, you know, 61 to 90,000 people a year die from the flu in this country. Just the flu. And most of them are elderly, you know. So I, he's kind of trying to downplay this coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Personally, he is. But, I mean, he's not a doctor. But I think he can see... You know, through all the bullshit. And the media is just... I don't trust the mainstream media, basically. I don't either. I mean, they tell us what we should hear or what they want us to know. or it's, I don't know. There's a lot of money involved. Um, I, I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of these articles I pull up are for um, NPR, which, I mean, that for the most part... Is, comes from donations oh i mean i guess True. everything comes from donations but it's not like it's not the same as cnn npr or... is not like msnbc exactly. cnn abc um any of those npr yeah i mean i would trust that organization more than them exactly but there's other people saying that you know this is the democrats way to try to get trump out again to blame him for the coronavirus because he wasn't prepared um i disagree with that because he had no control over that I mean, that's... I mean, uh, that is true. I mean, for how fast it happened, I don't think anybody could have really... Um, I mean, like, what are you going to do stop everybody from coming in? I mean, I thought he handled that... Did you watch the whole press conference? I, did, I didn't watch any of it, to be honest. Okay, so I watched it last night just to be prepared for this show today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, he seemed more presidential when he was talking about this than anything else he's like we're prepared we're gonna do this he you know he made pence the technically the um, disease czar for this thing and you know i think they're taking it seriously but i think um the media is just causing a lot of panic which is pretty sad yeah pretty sad no i i agree I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a serious thing. This could be a pandemic, but I mean, why blow it out of proportion so early? It's like the mainstream media does that all the time with everything. They did it with the impeachment. They did it with the Russia hoax. They did it with the Mueller thing. They always do it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm getting off my point here. No, no. I uh, <laughs> I I do agree. I I think you have to be careful. One of my big criticisms about Donald Trump is um, don't be rude. Oh no, it's not that one. You are fake news. <laughs> <laughs> you are fake news. Um, well, that's true. <laughs> well, but the problem when you paint anything to be fake news is that it, it leaves leeway for any criticism against you to be labeled as that. Therefore, now, they, here, now here's the other thing. I'm glad you put that on their fake news because a lot of the Democrats are saying that his press conference on this yesterday was fake news. He never said that. He said they're kind of like overplaying it. Um, 
know, just causing panic. But yeah, he does. I mean, you got to understand if he didn't have Twitter, he would have no way to reach his supporters or his base because the news media hates him for the most part. I mean, hell, Fox News, okay. But even some people on Fox News yeah. don't support him anymore. It's true. I mean, so it's like he has to use social media to like connect to it. So I don't know. I mean, yes, I understand what you're saying about that. And calling the, the news agencies the enemy, you know, Hitler did that too. But yeah. you can't compare Trump to Hitler. That's like totally unfair comparison. Yeah, I mean, it, he definitely has similar political strategies, but I think you could argue that about probably but see, anyone. But here's another thing. Hitler took away everybody's guns. Uh, Trump doesn't believe in that. It's true. Um, there's a lot of things. They call Trump a Nazi and shit, and they call him Hitler. I don't think that's fair. Um, right, and they've been doing that since he was even elected, before he was elected. Yeah. He's going to, you know, even I had my worries before he got elected. Uh, you know, I always uh, liked what he said, and uh, I don't know. It just this whole coronavirus thing, I think, is a big distraction from the election. Like that's what I think, but that's my opinion. So, you what you think that the focus on the coronavirus that's a, that's caused to be a big distraction from Trump, or do you think that the actual coronavirus is? manufactured to <laughs> no 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 i'm not <laughs> i'm not a, i'm not a conspiracy theorist by any means uh what i do believe it does distract from the election we have an election this year and you got bernie sanders right mm -hmm. and you know it's funny because nancy pelosi last year said we can't have a socialist to get the nomination for our party but yesterday or today she or yesterday she said Oh, if he gets the nomination, we'll support it. So hmm. what are they really thinking? Do they want a socialist? Do they not want a socialist? And then, you know, if Bernie does get the nomination, Trump's going to wipe the floor with him. I told you that. There's no way the majority of this country is going to vote for socialism. I mean, I agree. There, um, even this early, there are criticisms to Bernie. Um, uh, let's... I don't have it pulled up. I can maybe pull now, up on break. I know that you uh, you supported Bernie in 2016. Um, I I did up to a point. But look what happened uh, at the convention. He got screwed. Um, now apparently there's new rules, like we talked about superdelegates. Mm -hmm. No superdelegates. But now there could be a broker convention. We don't know what's going to happen. Uh, you got South Carolina coming up, I think, in a couple of days. Then you got Super Tuesday. Whoever gets the most delegates is going to be the nominee. That's what Pelosi said. Didn't South said. Carolina already happen? Didn't that happen yesterday or two days no, ago? No, that's going to be in a couple of days, the primary. Oh, okay. And Joe Biden looks to win it, mm -hmm. but he hasn't won any other primaries. Um, Bernie's in the lead. If Joe Biden thinks by winning one state that he's going to be the nominee, he is sorely mistaken. Yeah, no, I agree. That man has no chance. I think it's going to be Bernie. Nobody else. Uh, I was talking to uh, my father the other day, and he, he actually said Warren needs to drop out. Yep. Buttigieg needs to drop out. He, he's he got uh, a chance. I mean, not for the nomination, though. You don't think so? No. He doesn't have enough uh, support. Unfortunately, I think he's a pretty straightforward guy. 
but uh, definitely he pissed in the Midwest quite a bit. Right. I mean, he he uh, he rallied more than anybody over there, but he's. Uh, I really think that uh, Bernie is, it's, I mean, I think the Democrats are really pissed off about that. Now they're trying to backtrack everything they yep. said a year ago. <laughs> like, we don't want him. We, oh, now we want him. So which one is it? Because I guarantee you, man, if Bernie gets a nomination, what do you think his chances are on beating Trump? What do you think? Um... Look at look it at depends. Look at Trump's base. Okay, Bernie's got a pretty big base. He's got a when he holds rallies, there's a lot of people in there. And you know what Bernie's strategy is? He gives away free beer and he has cool bands and shit. Yeah, I mean, Trump, everybody does that. Trump doesn't give away free beer and have cool bands, but I don't know. It's kind of close to that. I mean, I think Bernie's the only one who has a chance against him. Yeah. None of these other candidates do. I especially not Joe Biden. I mean, especially when you think about the the fan base. Um, well, Bernie's got a following, kind of like Trump. I mean, uh, it's a huge following. Whether you call them Bernie Bros or whatever you want to call them, I mean, those people don't don't leave his side no matter what he says. Kind of like Trump's supporters, you know. Uh, his base is huge. We've been following him since he announced he was running. So I'm trying to find the video. Oh, New York Times. <laughs> New York Times. Yep, yep. Um, They've been friendly to Trump and sometimes not. Yeah, they're they're interesting. Um, I'm trying to pull up that video with Bernie. Um, oh, from the debate last night? Yeah, when they booed him. Let, let me see if this is Oh, it. when they called him a social... Yeah, this is great. I remember this. I don't know if this is the clip. I I think it is. I remember watching the clip. Four and a half trillion dollars a year. We get three and a half trillion dollars in revenue. We lose a trillion dollars a year. That's why the federal budget deficit is right now. The, the debt is Here, grab 20 trillion dollars going up to 21. We just cannot afford some of the stuff people talk about. But if you let's let me finish. If you keep on going, we will elect Bernie. Bernie will lose to Donald Trump and Donald Trump and the House and the Senate and some of the state houses will all go red and then between gerrymandering and appointing judges for the next 20 or 30 years we're going to live with this Mayor catastrophe. Thank you. I will allow Senator Sanders a quick response Thank and then you very Senator much. Warren. <laughs> Senator Sanders a quick response and then Thank Senator you very much. Uh, Mayor Bloomberg has a solid and strong and enthusiastic base of support. Problem is, they're all billionaires. <laughs> now, if you look, oh, on the other hand, of the last fifty polls too, that have been done nationally, Mr. Bloomberg, I beat Trump forty-seven of those fifty times. That's bullshit. If you look at battleground states like Michigan, yeah, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania polling just the done polls on the election, I beat <laughs> Trump. And if you want to beat Trump, what you're going to need is an unprecedented grassroots movement of black and white and Latino, Native American and Asian people who are standing up and fighting for and, justice. And anybody That's what in, our movement can anybody is in this about. room imagine moderate Republicans well, going over it? Well, that was a boo. That wasn't the one I was thinking of, though. No, I, I know the one you're talking about. I watched it, and 
There was one point in that debate where everybody up there was literally screaming at each other. You couldn't even hear what they were saying. It was like little kids holding their hand up. Call on me, call on See, me. See, and that that's the problem. You can't take any of these people seriously when they're acting like that. I well, mean, and those moderators did a horrible job. They had no control over that debate. Everybody was going out of control. Call on me, call on me. It was yeah. really fucking crazy. But um, I mean, Bloomberg, I don't even know why he's he's got a lot of money. That's probably why he's still in it. That's only it's really the only reason he's bought his way into this whole thing. And um, he was so last minute. Yep. I mean, people I, are. There's actually people saying that Hillary Clinton or Michelle Obama could still get into this this late in the race. I don't believe it, but you know, people are speculating that. That's cutting it kind of close, don't you think? I mean, Hillary Clinton again—that'd be a disaster. I don't know. I don't know about Hillary. <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, I don't think she's ever going to run again. That would be quite a shock well she's very bitter you know oh extremely bitter she still can't uh handle the loss um i didn't really watch it but i know she was on howard stern like a month ago and she was still going on about it me four years later that's all she does is make excuses it's the russians everybody's a russian agent i I guess me and you are russians too yep Uh, i guess everybody is (laughs) yet i am not a russian I am drink. I, am I a Russian? Yet. No, I'm not. <laughs> not a Russian. I drink vodka. Vodka. For breakfast. Vodka for breakfast. <laughs> vodka for breakfast. <laughs> um, no, that was a good clip. That whole debate was a fucking debacle, I'll tell you. Well, yeah, and that's, like I said, that's the big problem. Is I mean, you could argue Trump maybe acted like that during his debate, but the RNC debating didn't seem like this. It didn't seem oh, so. I mean, there was there was fighting, but it wasn't everybody shouting over everybody. Yeah, there's a little bit of respect still. Um, Trump wasn't very respectful. No, hey, okay, that's his style. Um, you remember those debates? It was yeah. crazy in the debates with Hillary. I guess I was talking about the other. The other people were pretty respectful. Oh yeah, of course they were. Yeah, I mean, uh, that 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 move between Trump and Jeb Bush was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "What did he say? Oh, you're a tough guy, Jeb. Oh, you're so tough. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's you know he just he knows how to talk. Yeah. I don't know. He's a he's a realist. He's not uh, a politician." Donald Trump is not a politician. People need to remember that shit. He's a straight up, just normal guy trying to get shit done. And cleaning up Washington is the first step. I don't know. What are your yeah. thoughts? Um, my thoughts, I, I will criticize. I do, don't think Trump is necessarily just a normal stand-up guy. I mean, he's he's been riding the top for most of his life. Um, now I will say he probably actively tries to keep that mindset in line with everything. Um, jobs have, um, improved massively thanks to him. I mean, those are statistics, statistics that you can't deny. That's true. Uh, the unemployment rate is very low. Uh, our military is, uh, it's back. It was depleted under the last administration. And I think it's important this day and age that we have the best military in the world 
so we can combat terrorism, shit like that. Um, I know some people disagree with that. They think there's too much money in the military budget. However, I think it's necessary. I mean, terrorism is a real thing. It is. We don't see it every day anymore like we used to. Like here, um, you know, since 9-11 or, you know, um, that kind of stuff. But, I mean, I think it's better to prepare for it and be ready than not be ready. So that's why I think they're attacking Trump on the coronavirus, saying he wasn't prepared for this pandemic. Well, nobody was. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it is interesting. I guess the criticism that could come to him would be um, he has cut quite a bit of funding from he other, has he has um to to support the military which i mean there's a lot of speculation on that i personally am probably someone that doesn't think there should be as much money put into it but at the same time you can't um you can't disavow that um the fact that the military is important it is something we need well you know i sleep better at night knowing that i'm protected you know on all sides like, if some rogue country decided to launch a nuke at us, we can, you know... We can handle it. We can handle that shit. Yeah. Like, try me, you know? <laughs> like He's like playing a fucking poker game, you know? And he has a lot of bluff hands, whatever, but I think this time, he's not messing around. Um, I just think a lot of the people on the other side that don't like Donald Trump, they just don't like the man. I think it's all about they don't like him. He's yeah. rude. He's a he's crass. He's he's a he's an asshole. Fine, but I mean, he's getting things done. I, at least what I can see. I don't know. Maybe I'm just one sided. No, I mean maybe. I mean, whether it's for good or bad, he definitely did quite a bit that first day. He was not. He enacted quite a few bills. But I mean, I guess hasn't any other president done that? Too. Well, yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, they were talking about the budget cuts for next year, 2021, and he cut the uh, the food stamp program yep. mm -hmm. and the welfare program. But, you know, I think he did that to incentivize people to go to work because there's so many jobs now in this country. You don't need to depend on welfare and food stamps. You can get one, two jobs if you want. Hell, you could have five jobs if you want. You don't have to depend on government, you know. But I guess I guess that's a good point. Do the whole point is to get off of this depending on the government shit. Like, um, I don't know. Go ahead. I interrupted Well, you. I was just going to say that's kind of one of the criticisms um, is that a lot of people, like in New York, for instance, the average citizen in New York has to hold three jobs just right. to survive. I mean, is that really something people should have to do? Should they really have to work that much? No, it's not something they should have to do. Let, let's say they want to do it. Let's say... I think very few people want to do it. Well, hell, I don't want to have three jobs. <laughs> I mean, I have one. At one point in my life, I had two. And I could barely handle two jobs. But I was getting paid really well. Uh, the one yeah. job, I was getting paid 15 bucks an hour. The other job, I was getting paid 12 bucks an hour. But after a while, I just couldn't handle both jobs. But that was before. Now it's different. Like, I think more people want to go to work. Um, now it's different, obviously, if you're poor and you have like three or four children, and yep. you're uh, 
significant others in prison or something and you got to fend for yourself and you need that government assistance okay but as long as you show an effort to work they won't completely cut you off see people are misinformed about this whole thing people are saying oh they're gonna he's gonna end welfare forever no food no there's certain people that have to have that that can't work like mm-hmm. physically can't yep Dis- so disability they're basically um taking that policy and they're making sure that these people aren't taking advantage of the system because yep. i've seen people that are on welfare and food stamps driving seventy thousand dollar suvs yeah we got a big problem in this country there are people that take advantage of it um do and i think that he's trying to end that so i mean yeah and people call him racist and for that and all kinds of other things. But yeah, I mean that's always the that's always the debate. You no, know, you can't always blame, you know you know, you always hear this from the other side. What I mean by their side is the Democrats. They wanna say, Oh, he's singling out black families. Oh, he's singling out Latino families. Oh, he's racist because the only people that need food stamps are not white. And that's not true because I know a lot of white families that are yeah. on food stamps. Yeah, I mean that's that's something people have to consider. Um, low economic status isn't necessarily um, um, affiliated with race. Yeah, this whole race card thing is bullshit because I know white families that are just as poor as any minority family. Yep, and they're working and they still can't make ends meet. So it's very uh, complicated. I mean, you know how I politics it's, it's 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 iffy. It's, it's iffy. iffy. It's iffy issue. Um, we can segue into anything else you want. Well, I, I was going to suggest we take a little break here. Let's take a smoke break. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> that sounds really great. <laughs> smoke break. Um, yeah, let's do that. Um, yeah. Let's and just maybe take a break. we could uh, segue into music after that. Yeah, there. We, well, there there are a couple other political things I maybe want to talk about, but oh, know, sure, sure. Yeah, it's your show. Talk. It's your show. It ain't my this fucking show. It ain't my show. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. All right, and we are back. RJ in the house. Um, so you so, said you wanted to talk a little bit more politics. Here. Yeah. Um, oh my God, AOC. No, I didn't just. No, 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 no. We're not. <laughs> that, that could be. That would be an hour. I don't think we have time for that. Um, oh, I was gonna burn some incense. Let's do that. Really yeah, quick. yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's been pretty quiet lately. I'm surprised by that. Who, Warren? AOC. Oh, AOC. Um, I saw something today. It's actually, you know, I don't like AOC, but I will give her this credit. Um, she wants to implement something where people who um, don't have that kind of uh, the political and financial means to be able to more effectively run for president and... Um, elected positions so i think that's pretty cool you got a lighter yes sir <laughs> all right i guess we're lighting incense now yep i used to do that back in high school <laughs> yeah we, we're not smoking weed unfortunately no weed i think we're out well you speak for yourself <laughs> <laughs> hey nothing's wrong with weed folks nothing um it helps with depression and anxiety and all that crap it's not a drug it's a plant it's not a um, drug i really you know i really wish i could smoke on this show but we are in iowa it is illegal 
Um, I mean, obviously, we can talk about it. We can. What are they going to do to us? Throw us in prison? Well, exactly. I mean, they're not really going to do anything. But, I mean, just being in a state. If I can even light this shit. I'm trying to light sage right now. No, you're exactly right. Uh, that could come back to bite us in the ass. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, trust me. Like, uh, you know, hopefully I got some, I got some rappers hopefully, hopefully coming. I mean, that'd be great having the smoke stash doing a podcast. But can't do that. All right, let's we'll see how that works. Got a lot of smoke coming in here. Ooh, that's some strong shit. <laughs> smells good though. Oh yeah, I let, um I don't use it for religious purposes. My mom used to burn this shit all oh, the time. Really? Yeah. Did she, did she have like any Eastern values or anything, or did she just? Um, she was Jewish. Okay. So she um, once she found out about her heritage. She started doing it more, and uh, that was towards the end of her life. Okay. Um, it was, um, yeah, like I said, the last few months have been pretty rough. Mm-hmm. But um, it just reminds me of her when I smell this shit. So it's pretty good. Pretty good. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it. <laughs> Thank you. Applause starts. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, what I wanted to get in. Um, this clip of Bloomberg. I'd like to talk about who we're running against. Oh my God, A billionaire Warren. who calls women fat broads and horse-faced <laughs> lesbians. And no, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about Mayor Bloomberg. <laughs> Democrats take a huge risk if we just substitute one his, arrogant billionaire up, for another. I think we need something different than Donald Trump. I don't think you look at Donald Trump and say we need someone richer in the White House. When Mayor Bloomberg was busy blaming African Americans and Latinos, for the housing crash of 2008. I was right here I didn't know in Las that. Vegas, yeah. literally, just a few blocks down the street holding hearings on the banks that were taking away homes. The reason the stop and frisk changed is because <laughs> Barack Obama sent moderators to see what was going on. The policy what? was a can't even talk. It was, in fact, a violation of every He's losing right his fucking had. mind. The language he used is about stop and frisk. It's about how it turned out. Now, this isn't about how it turned out. This is about what it was designed to do to begin with. You need a different apology. Like, Everyone up here has released their tax returns, Mayor. I think, and it is a major issue because the President of the United States has been hiding behind his tax returns. I hope you heard what his defense was. I've been nice to some women. Come on. That just doesn't cut it. We are not going to beat Donald Trump with a man who has who knows how many non-disclosure agreements and the drip, drip, drip of stories of women saying they've been harassed God. and discriminated. You have to have a should also ask how Mayor Bloomberg in 2004 supported George W. Bush for president. The idea that you're able to have a capital gains tax that you pay at the rate of 20% if you are in the if you're if you're yeah, yeah, Mike yeah, Bloomberg yeah. or whomever it has a lot of your staffer is paying at, at, at 25 we're going into the election of our lives look at they're all holding their hands up the president who rose to power by cynically exploiting 
the frustration of ordinary Americans feeling like leaders weren't speaking to them. He's right. And I think that turning to someone like Mayor Bloomberg, who thinks he can buy this election, is no better a way to succeed than turning to somebody like Senator Sanders, who wants to burn the house down. Yeah, <laughs> I think I would. I would he vote for. I would vote for Boo Judge. I don't know. I mean, that field is so. I mean, okay. First of all, Elizabeth Warren is uh, totally out of her mind. Um, she's using that against Bloom. Now you know Bloomberg did do that stop and frisk policy. Yeah, yeah. That was his policy in New York mm -hmm. City, and it was to get it was to get guns off the street. That's all. And yes, he did target minorities. He did, specifically African American youth. And that was to get guns off the street, and it was effective. Now she's calling him out on it. That this was like five years ago, maybe longer. Wait, five years ago that it was stop and frisk. Right when he was the mayor, and I didn't uh, realize he was mayor for that long. I thought it was like two thousands. Oh no, I mean when he was in power, that's what it was: stop and frisk. We got to stop these black guys. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you got no Miranda right. You get slammed up against the wall. If you got a gun that's not registered to you, they take it off of you, and you know, there's one more gun off the street. That was his whole thing. Now they're trying to attack him for it because he's got all this money. I don't know how this is going to work out. And you know, I think Buttigieg was the most. Uh, he had he had his head in the game. Everybody else was totally out of control. Do you agree? Yeah, I mean Pete Buttigieg was just like, "What's going on here?" I don't. Yeah, he seems to be the most um, conscious and the most centered. level level headed. Level headed, exactly. I mean, he's just like shaking his head, going, "What in the hell are these people talking about?" Like Biden, what fucking planet is Joe Biden on? Yeah, he looks like he's struggling every time he's on television. These he days. reminds me of like uh, somebody's grandfather that has dementia. You know, don't know where you are. I mean, okay. And Amy Klobuchar, why the hell is she still in the race? She's only got 2% of the vote. Well, she, she came really close in that one state. What was it, Vermont? New Hampshire. That was Bernie's state. Yeah. It's always I mean, Bernie's he won, state. obviously, but she was close second, wasn't she? And she's from Minnesota. And you know what? Minnesota's got a lot of problems with the Somalis, um, the refugees from Somalia. I don't know There's a big about problem up there. I'm not going to get into that, but, uh, you know, there uh, there's problems there. But that's one state. It's not the whole country. So, yeah, this is true. But uh, out of all those people, I really think Mayor Pete had the best uh, presentation there. Yeah. Um, the, the part I was trying to get to in that clip, they oh, I this. couldn't find it. I see it now. Well, no, not this clip. Um, that last clip we just watched. There was a point where Elizabeth Warren asked Bloomberg if he would um, release those disclosure forms with those women. Yeah, he won't. Oh no, he won't. But it was it was just absolutely hilarious watching him just be like, "Fuck, fuck." fuck. Well, they're call she's calling him a womanizer, basically a misogynist. Yep. Um, he's a billionaire who has a lot of companies. And there's sometimes you have to have NDAs. You have to have those non-disclosure forms. You have to have them um, so you don't get sued. Well, yeah, but the, I think the issue is is that he 
acted um you know he was sexually harassing these women and but where's the evidence of that i didn't see any evidence of him ever sexual now i'm not saying he's a good guy i think that guy is a fucking joke but i mean when you're a billionaire and you have that that kind of business and you know women are involved you got to sign these non-disclosure agreements and you know what 90 percent of those women sign them and well, now they're yeah. going back saying, oh, it's discrimination because of politics, because he's running for president. So it just it really complicates the whole process. And now they're attacking him. They're attacking Bernie Sanders. They don't want Bernie Sanders to be the nominee. You know that. Yep. Because they're like, if he's the nominee, he's going to destroy our party and Trump's going to win. And you know what? I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. But uh, we'll we'll have to wait and see. Yes, we will. I mean, I think Bernie is the only one who has that following that Trump had back in 2016. Uh, nobody else has people showing up to rallies like that, numbers like that. Winning, winning, winning. <laughs> winning, that's right. Winning. You got to be winning. You got to have some kind of following. What's the point otherwise? Look at what Trump did in 2015. He wasn't even the president yet. I mean, I personally went to three Trump rallies, and I'll tell you, the uh, the feeling in that place was like you didn't have to worry about nothing. You were surrounded by your peers. Like, you know, there might have been one or two or four protesters. Yeah. They get thrown out, whatever, and, you know. So, I don't know. It's a movement. It's a movement, and Bernie is a movement. So I really think Bernie is the only chance. Yeah, I would agree to beat Trump. None of these other suckers. I mean, I don't see any of these people beating him. So let's talk about let's talk about that a little bit. Um, you said you've been to three Trump rallies. Um, I know you've told me that when you were living in Michigan, you were pretty heavily involved in 2016. Yep. Um, so yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, I worked. Um, I moved. In June of 2016 to Michigan, he was still obviously campaigning. Um, then I hooked up with the Trump campaign, and I worked for the Trump campaign up until he was elected. Um, I was volunteering. I didn't get paid anything. Um, I had two jobs. and my off time, I would make phone calls. I would knock on doors. I would do everything I could. And I did that for... I don't know, six, seven months. And then once he got elected, I, um, you know, I was still kind of involved, but um, no, it was a movement. Everybody worked really hard. Uh, nobody thought it was possible that Donald Trump could be the president. Yeah, I, I remember so, that. But it was imperative that he won Michigan, and that's one of the reasons why I went out there. That wasn't the only reason. Obviously, I uh, hooked up with my... Uh, girlfriend you know that didn't work out but um at least when i was there i did that and you know it was interesting and i still work for the trump campaign now okay just not as as hard as before because i really don't think when you have an incumbent president I, you don't have to work as hard um you do but you don't have to like do all the crap i did for almost a year well, that's kind of the thing is he has, it, despite everything that's ha that has happened, he seems to have a pretty strong fan base still. Um, he has, his base has never um, wavered. 
you might have one or two, well, not one or two. You might have a couple thousand that say, oh, I hate Now, I know that you voted for him in 2016. Now, I know that. But because you were pissed about Hillary and all that, and there's a lot of people that did that. But um, I'm just saying, like, I I just, it's, it's frustrating because, you know, now he's being labeled as many things racist misogynist uh god knows you name it he's 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 the most evil person in the world but then look what you got on that side they can't even explain how they're going to pay for anything and look at least this guy's trying i mean it's when i you know uh i'm not going to devote as much time as i did back in um to this time but i will uh contribute i'll knock on some doors but i really don't think it's going to be a battle because his base his base will never um waver from him no matter what he says no matter what he does and i know that because i've been to these rallies Mm -hmm. all these people they don't care what he says or does they all support him no matter what i mean it's it's you'd have to you've never gone to a trump rally no i don't really plan to it's uh you know, you might like it. No. <laughs> you, you know, you know, you probably not. I don't know. Um, it's just a really. It's like it's like going to a party. Um, yeah, I can imagine that. I don't know. It's like you're in a room with a bunch of your friends, and you're having a good time. Nobody's violent. Nobody's. You know, as much as the mainstream media wants to tell you how Trump rallies are racist, and you know how many minorities and shit I've seen in those rallies in crowds, blacks, Latinos. It's not just all white people like the news wants to tell you. There are black people in there. There's Mexicans. Yeah. There's all kinds of different people. And they just love Trump because he's helping them out. So if you depend on mainstream media for your news, you know, you're going to have a problem. That's, I don't know. Yeah, it, there's a possibility to be, um, you know, washed up a little bit. Well, they, they call us a cult, like we're some kind of cult. Um, we're just followers of of the president, and we support his uh, visions and his policies. That's all it is. I mean, we're not evil. We're not racist. We're not a cult. We're normal people. We just uh, believe what we believe. And we've been, like, shunned. For instance, like, I have Trump gear. I have a Trump hat. I have Trump shirts and stuff. I can't go wear that shit out in public. Yeah, it's true. I will get attacked. I actually wore my Trump hat to a grocery store last year, and I got... Do you mean physically attacked or verbally attacked? Well, I got screamed at, and it could have escalated to more, but I decided to walk away from the situation and just leave. I mean, I was just minding my own business, shopping for groceries. I forgot to change my hat, because normally I have like a beer hat on, but I forgot I had a Trump hat on. And I was at the store, and this woman started screaming at me. I'm like, why are you screaming? I just remembered I had my Trump hat on. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, that's why. She's like, how dare you? I'm like, dare me? What did I do? So uh, do you, I, have, we, you ever watch uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Great show. Um, there's this. I can't show it because of I copyright. remember the clip. The where he wears the hat <laughs> in the car in the car with the biker, right? Uh, I don't know about that. He was meeting a guy for lunch, and he didn't want to see the guy, so he just showed up in a Trump hat and the guy was like oh I gotta go you know? no no there was this clip same show 
Larry David, right? Yep. Okay. So oh, no, no, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Larry David. So he's driving down the road, Larry David's character. And oh, I do remember that. And now. this biker, yep. he cuts off this biker, uh-huh. and he's like threatening him. And Larry David puts on the Trump hat, and the biker's like, "Hey, just watch yourself next time," because <laughs> he knew he was a Trump fan. He's like, "I'm not going to mess with this guy," because he likes Trump. So that was Larry David's way to get out of it. Oh, I'm a Trump fan. Yeah. Biker's like, "Yeah, watch yourself next time." Yeah, that's hilarious. So, it was pretty funny. <laughs> just that's the way it is in this country. You can't wear Trump stuff. Nope. Unless you're trying to get out of a situation or whatever. It's just really, it's really scary. So, um, I know we've probably talked about this quite a bit, um, but obviously you're a Trump supporter. Um, obviously. Yeah. Um, and w- with that, there's, um, you're obviously not oblivious to this. There can be a lot of criticism for someone who um, supports Trump. So, I guess for people who might be listening to this, maybe because, um, you know, I'm per- I, I know I voted for him in 2016. I can't really say I stand by him probably as much as you do. I guess why why are you a Trump supporter? Why do you back him as much as you do? You mean to this day? To this day. Yeah, because the mainstream media wants to tell. OK, here's what the mainstream media is doing. And the mainstream media caters to the Democrats. I don't know if he knew that. So Most of it does. So yeah. that's what's going on. And they want, what they want to do is get Trump supporters, their base, Trump's base, to abandon him and go with them. But so far, they haven't given one reason for us to do that. It's only just drumming up more support for his base. And he's actually getting Democrats to come over to our side. I mean, the more stupid shit that they say on these debates and everything else the more people come over to our side uh i just i don't know i mean once you've got a base developed like that you can't really break it up so that's true but i guess you're not answering my question like okay, why, what was your why, question? like why do you i i understand that he has quite a following and that um you know they're strong he might be bringing people over but why like what reasons do you support trump like what what do you see in him that makes him you know why do you like him i support trump because he's uh he's for the american people he's for american values family values um we're not going to get too deep about religion yeah uh he's against abortion which but we're not like i said we're not we don't get too it's just uh uh, just general Amer- getting back to American values like the country used to be really great you know when I was a little kid in the 80s it was different now yep. it's like totally a different place so he's like going back to that nostalgia thing where you know you can be great you can have your own business you can you can uh, do whatever you want whereas that kind of was abandoned in the last 10 years you know until he came out on the scene and nobody in Washington likes him because he's not he's not a uh, corporate crook like all these people in Washington, like Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and all these people who have no term limits and they're making yeah. millions and millions of dollars to sit on their ass. That's, That's why I support problem. him. Because Trump, you know, he doesn't even get paid. He donates his salary to charities and stuff. He doesn't make any money. 
and they're going to try to say all this stuff. I don't know. I, I support him because he's like looking out for all of us. I really think he is. You might not see that, and the majority of people here might not see that, but he is. What's your second choice? These clowns? Warren, Bloomberg, Biden, Sanders? Come on. I mean, you got to really think about uh, the future of this country and what's going to happen if socialism takes over. We're all going to be in trouble. I mean, got to think about now capitalism. It's it's the way of this country. It's always been the way of this country. Why change it now? I mean, everything's fine. I mean, why would you do that? You can't make universities. Uh, you can't. You can't. But you know, you're talking about free education. Yeah. The thing Bernie wants to do. Can't do that. I don't and think it's possible. Thirty trillion dollars just for the health care measure, and then you throw in the free tuition. That's another. The $2 thing trillion. he doesn't understand is, I mean, but taxpayers pay for that. Exactly. Working people have to pay for that. Now, I'm not for that. I'm not going to work my ass off to get somebody a, a free college education or any of that shit. I I think that's unfair. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, if we had a prime grade a college you know not college just education in general that'd be one thing but we don't we're one of the worst countries when it comes to education very true so i mean it's like the high school it's like that guy who drops out or drops out of high school or you know like gets his GED like, like bill gates yeah well that's not a very good example well it, bill gates didn't go to college and he's one of the richest people in the i mean you know it's just you don't need that. I, I see what you're saying. You don't necessarily need college to succeed. As long There's as you're smart, as long as you're a capitalist and you're smart and you build your business from the ground up, you shouldn't be penalized for that just to help other people that don't want to work. I think that's unfair, and that's what Bernie Sanders wants to do. That's yep. what Elizabeth Warren wants to do. Bloomberg wants to spend all his money, <laughs> and he's going to run out of money. It's just To me, it's pointless. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I guess that I don't know what I don't know how you feel about this. You're gonna see this as it's, I'm pulling it up. Um, oh, Roger Stone. Roger Stone. I'm sure you have an opinion on that. Yes, I think Roger Stone was um, blackballed. I think he was was ridiculous. What happened to him? Really? He was set up. Um, he shouldn't even have got four years. They wanted to give him nine or ten years in prison. Even well, forty months. That's not four years. Oh no, it's well, it's about four, four years. years. But they he'll want probably to get, only do about three though. He'll he'll do good, you know, good behavior. But I mean, this whole thing they want to tie Roger Stone to Trump. I mean, that's not fair either. Those dealings were all on him. They had nothing to do with the president. Well, if that, was that might tr be true. But I mean, do you think the fact that Trump associates with someone like that? Um, that could have been me. his demeanor at all. Well, that could have been me. That could have been anybody that supported his campaign. What they're doing, what they were doing back then, you know, he just got sentenced. You're talking about in 2016, right? Okay. So they were lowballing everybody that had anybody anything to do with Trump. Look how many people went to prison. Look how many. Look, not just Roger Stone. Look at all the people that went to prison for stuff that had nothing to do with President Trump. It was all like. You know, violations, SEC violations, uh, crooked stuff, 
you know, they all want to tie it to Trump. The media is trying to tie this Roger Stone thing to Trump, just like they did to everybody well, else. he was Trump's lawyer. Like Paul Manafort, all these people that went to prison that had nothing to do with the campaign. I mean, I mean, it's just crazy. And the media wants you to see this because they, they just they can't stop. They're looking for any way to get him out of office. That's what this is all about. How can we get rid of him? Impeachment didn't work. That went all the way to the end, and he got acquitted. We all knew he was going to be acquitted. I understand that. Um, you could argue that a big part of the reason why he didn't get acquitted was um, the House or the Senate. What was the last one? The Senate? The Senate, Senate was Republican-controlled. Republican yeah. And so will the House. I, I really think that um, after this debacle, this crazy stuff, um, Republicans are going to own both. You think so? I, 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 pretty much. I think I know so, because the American people are tired of this. Like, we just want to get things done, and run our life, and live our lives. This stuff is just a big distraction from what's really going on. Now, if Nancy Pelosi is serious about everything, she will like shut her mouth and try to be partisan. You know, she can't. She can't help herself. She's out of control. I don't know. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, we've got a couple months before we figure this out. Yeah. Um, November this year. It's kind of crazy to think about that. November 3rd. November 3rd? November 3rd. Yeah, I wish I wish I was more in the loop. I mean, I'm try I've been trying to get in the more in the loop for the last couple of weeks preparing for this. Um, but yeah, when it comes to politics, I'm a little... Well, you know, um, are you going to vote? You're Depends. hesitating. You're hesitating. Um, if it's Bernie and Trump, I won't vote. You won't vote for Bernie? I won't. I won't vote for Bernie. I won't vote for Trump. I can't vote for either. Those See, people. that's the problem. See, that's the problem that it's, it's going to be the big problem is if Bernie gets a nomination, we all know Trump's already got it on the Republican side. So whoever Trump faces... The Democrats are just hoping. Anybody, whoever gets it, we're going to vote for him. But if it's Bernie, there's going to be a big problem because people don't like socialism. Yep. They don't. True. And you know what? The only other candidate up there that isn't as far whacked out left is probably Pete Buttigieg. See, and that, that's my thing. I, we were just talking about this on our break. Right. Um, if it was Pete versus Trump, I would probably go out of my way and vote for Pete. And a lot of people would. But I don't think that's going to happen because this doesn't have the, the numbers. Yeah, he had the numbers early on, but as it's been shaping up the last couple of weeks, that seems to be diminishing. Right, and you know, you got Joe Biden. I really think he'll win South Carolina. That part, But I think after that, he's going to have no choice but to uh, just drop. But I really think Bernie's going to get the nomination. I really do. Um, I know a lot of far-left Democrats don't like that, but that's what's going to happen. I think Bernie's going to get, and the Democrats don't like that because they know that nobody's going to vote for a socialist. I mean, his plans... I wouldn't say nobody, but um, I think the majority well, of Americans... Not half the country. No, no. I would say the majority of Americans aren't going to vote for that. There's too much criticism. There, you know, you have... <sighs> 
I understand that socialism is not the same as communism, but it's in it's all in the same Marxist branch. It doesn't fucking work. It's never worked. It's not going to work now. And it's, another thing about Bernie, he still to this day praises Fidel Castro in Cuba and Venezuela, and he praises these socialist countries. Yeah, Venezuela is a shit show. Everybody knows that. But That's, he, he praises these countries, and he acts like this is how we're supposed to live. No. I don't want to wait on bread lines to get food. I want to be able to go to the grocery store and buy what I want. That's not cool what he's saying. Oh, you should be able to wait in bread lines because thank God for that. Are you kidding me? I mean, what is this guy talking about? Go now, move. I think... Go move to Cuba then, Bernie. <laughs> Inflation in Venezuela might hit 10 million percent this year. Right. According to Euronews IMF experts expate that the inflation in Venezuela will reach 10 million percent. This means a product that at one point cost the equivalent of one dollar will now cost the equivalent of 10 million. See, does that make sense to you? You think that would work in our country? No, it's a, it would be a disaster. I mean, Venezuela is no, by no means a first world country. They're not on the same economic scale as we are. Um, you know, there are images of people carrying entire stacks of cash just to buy a loaf of bread. It's absolutely ridiculous. They, but, I mean, but they, Bernie, Bernie says this is okay because at least yeah. if you're waiting in bread lines, you might get some bread. But if I don't know what the hell this guy's talking about, I mean, he's got a lot of followers. Yeah, I just I don't think any of them are educated though. That's the problem. They just, they paint Bernie Sanders to be the Jesus Christ of politics. And it's not fucking true. I don't care what anybody but says. Bernie's not a politician either, just like Trump. They're both not politicians. Well, but Bernie has actually spent time in politics. Trump has well, not. he's a senator. He's been a senator since I was a little kid, even yeah. before that. Mm -hmm. And the guy doesn't vote for anything. He never really did anything good for the country since he was a senator. So, what makes you think he's going to do anything good as a fucking president? I, you know? Just my view, anyway. We cut off? Break time? We can't take a break. I I was just getting a lot of static, so I was resetting it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, on that note, let's take a break. Um, I need to use restroom. And then I think we'll do another however long and then finish it up. How's that sound? Yeah. Let's switch the uh, topic when we get back. Okay. Cool. Maybe to like music or something. Yeah. 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 Let's do that. But that was a good politics run there. <laughs> right. No, that was great. All right. Break. And we are back. What's up, y'all? We're back. <laughs> With RJ. Um, now on a break, we were talking a little bit. Um, we wanted to kind of transition to music, get off this, uh, all this political garbage. Yeah. Um, so story I wanted to tell, um, cause, um, I don't know how many of you know this, but, um, I've had a semi career in hip hop. Um, I put out a couple of mixtapes and albums. I uh, got one in the works that should be out hopefully soon. Cretan, right? What was that? Cretan. McCretan, yep. Yeah, it's good um, stuff. Really good stuff, y'all. You well, should check it out. I appreciate it. Um, maybe we can listen to a little bit of it. Um, but anyways, um, I was talking about every time I get a play, because um, 
the company that I put my songs through on Spotify is TuneCore. And um, basically it's like 0.8 cents a play or 0.08 cents a play. It's such an insignificant amount. It's really hard to make a living doing that. But story I wanted to tell, when I was in college, I was a jazz guitar student. And my teacher, he was he was this guy that knew a lot of people that were in rock. Um, I don't remember exactly the name of the artist, but he knew this guy that had a single on the radio back in the 80s and 90s. And this motherfucker, he he showed this my teacher. They were friends at the time, obviously. He showed him this stack of checks that was about an inch thick, and that was that amounted to a penny. One penny. One penny. A stack <laughs> One of checks. <laughs> one penny so that just shows you how little you make (laughs) well it's just you know eh, it's a hobby but you know but you you got a job you're going to school yep but you know you're you know that's your passion Mm -hmm, you have a passion for music just like me i i've been putting it off for years Uh, i just recently started getting back into it i'm sorry to interrupt you it'll be fine but um, in the last two months, I've been seriously dedicated to music again, and um, it's it's been it's tough. I mean, but I commend you for doing that. Well, I, thank you. And never give up on your dreams. That's the key. Well, thank you. Um, do you want to elaborate a little more on what you've been working on? Um, I've been doing voice sampling. Um, uh, Specifically, I've been trying to learn German. Oh no, like that? Not a loan. No, no loans. <laughs> um, you know, learning a new language is pretty fucking tough. So, um, so as uh, you've been learning German, I've been trying to learn German. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know why. I just, you know, I love the band Rammstein. Yep. Um, that's not the only reason. I just thought that. Um, I could express myself through music, and I thought doing, you know, doing that using a foreign language would be more like, uh, uh, to me, it's just like a release. It's uh, it's really hardcore aggressive music. I know that you're into hip hop, and your stuff is pretty aggressive too. I've heard it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but it's very, uh, yeah. I've heard your lyrics, and you know. I think it's great what you're doing. Um, any way to show, you know, you know, you just how you feel about me. It's it's a personal thing. Yeah. How you feel about music. Everybody does it a different way. Um, like, for instance, when my mom died, I was really into Queen. I was singing a lot of Queen songs, you know, like another one bites the dust, all that shit. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting darker and I was like, OK, Rammstein, that's that's my thing. And um, I had to learn the language so I knew what they were talking about. Otherwise, what's the fucking point? You gotta, you gotta learn the language. Yep. Um, so I've been a lot into foreign music lately. Like you said, you were into foreign films a lot yep, lately. Yep, that's been my thing. So, I mean, that kind of thing. Like, educate yourself on um, different languages and, and how people, you know, do their thing. And, you know, I, I really like it. So that's what I've been doing. Um... It doesn't make me depressed or anything. I actually love it. Uh, I feel better. So, um, 
the fact that you're doing your own music and you write your own music i mean that's that's amazing uh that's really cool well i, I appreciate that man um i will say i'm kind of taking a hiatus right now um i i guess just to emphasize on it um my character that i've been portraying in rap mccreen um this character i'm portraying is a very reckless um not very morally just character and um i don't really mean to talk too much about this in the podcast but i did recently go through a divorce and yeah we know about that yep um and i think that played a lot into it that mentality that i had um doing that rap being very reckless not really thinking about other people um you know it was fucked up on both of our parts but where i fucked up was that i think um just not being the person i needed to be just because i was so engrossed into that mentality of being that kind of reckless well, person well you were you were engrossed but you know what you dedicated your life to that and it didn't work out the way it was supposed to work out um and things just happen. Yep. And you dealt with it the way you had to deal with it. You came back here. I mean, that's hard. I went through that too, as you know, when I went to Michigan and came back here. I tried everything I could, and I just couldn't get through to her. So, you know, I get what you're saying. And you use that through your music because it makes you feel better. Yep. And that's what I do. And, yes, it's, it's, a, it's a struggle, especially if you... You know, you're in the process of a divorce. Uh, the divorce is finalized. Oh, it's finally yep, yeah. Okay, yep. so so it's done. So now it's time to like move on. Yep, exactly. Find your identity and go with it. Because if you don't have that, you don't have anything. That's why I'm so involved in like extracurricular stuff, like politics and music and bars and shit like that. I mean, you got to have fun in life, too. Yep. You can't just dedicate your whole life to a job or school or, I mean, you can, but you also have to find time to unwind and have fun. Yeah, uh, I think that's a really important balance to find. You have to. It, otherwise, you're going to sit around your, and you're going to feel sorry for yourself and you're going to be so depressed that you don't even know what the hell you wanna, you're going to do the next day. Yep. And you, I'm telling you, it took me five months to figure this out. And I finally did. Um, I just needed a, I needed a regular job, and I got one. It's not ideal, but it's a job. Beer crack. Did y'all hear crack. that? Did y'all hear that? Yeah, I heard it. Bruh. 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 So I wanted to show you all these. I got five tr Trump sound bites here. Small loan of a million dollars. Don't be rude. You are fake news. <laughs> China, 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 China. Yeah, it's coming back to bite him now, huh? Talking China.
Yes, I agree with you there. <laughs> but I will be civil because I'm cool. You know, I'm just. Uh, you, you are cool. I I'm glad that I could experience this podcast with you. Um, it's like I said in the beginning. I really don't think I could do this for the first time with anyone else. Um, well, I hope you have me on again because um, I I have a lot of good ideas about. We have an interesting discussion every time. And I don't want to like drown your show with politics because it's your show. Yeah. Like I'll do my own podcast if I want to, but I just don't have the setup like you do. Which is pretty cool. You got the setup. Everything's cool. You can play video clips and all that. Yeah. I don't have that kind of setup. So this has really uh, been a really good experience. I like it. Well, I'm glad you enjoy it. you're enjoying it. Um, like I, like we talked about in break, I am planning on having you back uh, St. Patty's Day. That's going to be... Okay. St. Patty's Day's podcast is going to be fucking great. It's going to be lit. We're going to be having Jameson. Mm-hmm. We're going to be having Guinness. We're going to be playing Irish fucking songs. I hope we'll play Irish songs. Uh, maybe we can, if we can find some co- copyright free stuff. That's always, I mean, I know I'm not getting monetized, but we'll, we'll figure it out. No, it's going to be great. I mean, first we'll bar hop, then we'll come back and do a podcast. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. I um, mean, and I haven't, I haven't celebrated St. Pat's for like two years. Yeah, probably about two years. Oh, really? Just because it wasn't the same for me. And I'm born on March 19th, two days after St. Pat's. I didn't know that. Yeah, so. Oh, well, uh, I'll have to wish you happy birthday in the podcast then. Well, that's a good That's a good thing. I mean, uh, a St. Saint, a Saint Patty's Day podcast would be really awesome. That'd yeah. Be, and we can talk about Irish history and all kinds of shit like that. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, um. Yeah, my Irish heritage is uh, definitely oh, going to come through. You're definitely fucking Irish. McAllister? <laughs> the McAllister hours. That's like my friend uh, Mike McIntyre. He's as Irish as you can get. Or my other friend from Michigan. You know what his name is? Hmm. Mick McRae. You can't get more Irish than that. <laughs> Mick McRae. Hello, my name is Mick McRae. <laughs> And I'm going to be shooting Jemison now. <laughs> Mick McCray. How Irish can you get? That's Fuck. as Irish as you can get. Uh, you got one Mick or O, you're fucking set. But if you got two, holy shit. Mick McCray. That's about Mick as McCray. Irish as you can get. Holy fuck. It's like 150% Irish right there. Jesus. Oh, man. It's always funny running to those people that are like 5-10% Irish. Yeah, they're not. Fucking, they're not shit. Yeah, you know? they make a big fucking deal about it. Like, have you ever been pissed drunk on whiskey, screaming at someone? Unless you've been there, you're not fucking Irish. Yeah, well, <laughs> you don't have to be Irish to be pissed drunk and scream at somebody. Uh, yeah, I will true. go back to my friend Laura, who died again, and I don't really want to talk too much about that. But when I had her over to my house, she was out of control, and she wasn't Irish, so. It's 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 a uh, it's uh yeah you you tend to hang out with some pretty crazy fuckers me included well uh, before you <laughs> I've hung out with a lot of crazy people I'm talking about gangsters I'm talking about uh, a lot of things I shouldn't probably say on this program but um, I've uh, I'm surprised I'm still alive honestly <laughs> it's good to be alive. It is good to be alive, and I'm telling you, um, 
My friend Laura, may she rest in peace. Yeah, that's pretty sad that she died from drinking. I don't want to go down that road. No, I get it. Um, it is a big uh, epidemic, though. I know we're not... Um, I know we're pretty hypocritical right now as we're both a couple beers in, but... Um, but it's just beers. We're not drinking shots, and we're yeah. not slamming vodka or anything like that. No, yeah. there's a level where you can control it. Um, I mean, I will always advocate marijuana over... Marijuana alcohol. is like... The best thing you can have for depression or anxiety, anything like that. It's, it's. I don't consider it a drug. It's, uh, it's like taking a pill, like a Tylenol. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, our government won't legalize it on a federal level. They leave it up to the states. So that's the problem. If we yeah. want legal weed, we got to go to Illinois. And then we can't even bring it back. Mm -hmm. No, and it's just, it needs to be federally legalized. It's ridiculous. It can help a lot of people. It yeah. really can. Uh, yeah, I mean, people with chronic illnesses, I can't tell you how many times um, I've had friends living in Iowa where um, I think, well, you can get CBD, you can get CBD in Iowa. But that's not the same. No, it's not the same. But I think there are people who can take concentrates. It's like less than 80 people in the entire state, people with cancer issues. But um, anyways, there are a lot of people I know with elderly people in their family who are suffering from serious issues who smoke marijuana illegally because right. it helps them. Well, they have to. And... The problem is, is like, okay, I have a friend in Michigan. I'm not going to mention her name for anonymity purposes. Anyway, um, she's in severe pain. She severe pain. And she lives in Michigan where it's legal. Mm -hmm. It's legal in Michigan. Recreational, it's legal. She won't take it because she doesn't like the way it makes her feel. But I'm like... That's understandable. But I'm like, you have to because... You know, I I can't say I have to, but I mean, she's like, I'm going to try this CBD. I'm like, you live in a state where it's legal. Why not try it? And she's like, I don't like the way it makes me feel. I get nauseous, I get tired, and I don't know. For me, I guess everybody's different. Like, when I smoke it, dude, I feel, like, really good. Yeah. Like, I feel confident. I feel, like, I don't know. It's it's a hard to explain. I guess to each their own. Yeah. The 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 issue I come across with it is paranoia, definitely. Um, but it's not, I wouldn't even really describe it as paranoia. It's more of an awareness. Um, like you know, if I get really baked and I walk into a store, I, I can handle it. But the whole time I'm kind of really extra sensitive and aware. I'm, well, because you can't like, you know, when you're around strangers. Yeah, it gets a little weird. It's yep. awkward. Like yeah. it's like if you're really stoned and you go to Burger King and you don't know how like if you're you don't really know how to order and you don't know how to order <laughs> and they're like, Sir, what do you want? And you're like, Um, give me a minute. I need to think. I need to think for about five minutes. And they're like, Hey, hurry up, you know? So yeah. yeah. It's very awkward. I get that. <laughs> well, you know, if we were living in Cali or something where it was legal and acceptable socially 
it'd be a different story. But unfortunately, here in Iowa, I don't think that's the case quite yet. But you know what's funny about Iowa? Um, I've been out here since 2008, give or take one year. And what I've noticed out here is everybody gets high. Everybody smokes pot. Everybody gets high. And there's only certain jobs where you can get away with that. You got to be careful with that. I mean, you know, my I'm not going to mention where I work. Well, shit, I earlier in the podcast. <laughs> anyway, nobody's going to watch this. Oh, I that, think some that people works there. Will. I think some people. Will. It doesn't matter anyway. Um, yeah. They're not going to fire you over it. The first thing I noticed when I moved out here is that a everybody's cool. B everybody smokes weed. It's great. I mean, it kind of reminds me of Michigan, and I've been thinking about going back there, but now I don't want to go back there. I wouldn't recommend it, man. Everything I've heard about Michigan just seems like a shithole. I'm not gonna lie. I know you're from there. I don't mean disrespect, but no, it's 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 getting better over there. But the problem with Michigan is there's more jobs now than there was two years ago. The only problem is uh, they don't pay enough. Yeah, like you could work at a place and they'll pay you. Eight dollars an hour. That doesn't pay the bills. No, it doesn't pay shit. You have to have like three jobs. Well, that's kind of the well. I will say Des Moines is like in the top three for best cities to live. Um, they're number one actually. It is number one. That's what I thought. I talked to my manager. Um, my job that I recently got, mm-hmm. and he actually came from East Lansing. Oh, he's, really? He's no a Spartan way. fan. Okay. And he's an MSU alum. Okay. He told me, he's like, I had to decide whether I wanted to stay in East Lansing or go to West Des Moines, Iowa. And he said, I'm going to go to West Des Moines, Iowa because housing is less. Yep. Cost of living <laughs> is less. More jobs. Um, hourly wage is higher. So he took a gamble and he came out here. And guess what? He makes a shitload of money. But uh, he's got a lot of responsibilities to deal with. I mean, he's running this whole store by himself. And he's, you know, 10 years younger than me. He's still in his 30s. And this guy, uh, he knows his shit. One of those things where uh, in that business costs, um, you know, you got to do all this kind of math. I don't know. It's complicated. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a lot to open a business, especially a restaurant. Um, and the problem with opening a restaurant is the business is it's so dependent on customers that it's not really financially feasible. A lot of these bars and restaurants that just start up, they don't make they they're lucky if they break even in their first year. Well, this place is a chain, and they've been around yeah, for so about different. fifteen years. And they got about 120 restaurants around the country. So I did not know that. But he's on the top of the chain. I mean, this guy, he could eventually be like um, district manager, uh, oversee everything. This guy knows his shit, and he's only like 33 years old. He's strictly business. So it's getting back into that thing. You know, I like the. Uh, I like the whole idea that he's running it right how it's mm-hmm. supposed to be run. So that's where I'm at now. Just to have a job is, is comforting enough. Yeah, you got to have a job. 
I've been unemployed for months on end and it gets really stressful. Um, just you're going crazy. You don't have a lot to do. You don't have a lot of purpose. Um, yeah. So cool. it's, if you want to be successful, you have to have, you have to, the first step is to get a job. Well, and you got to work for somebody. And then, you know, if it works out, then you get bumped up, mm-hmm. you get a raise, but you got to go through six months of that shit. Six months. You got to go through a lot of shit. Right. Yep. And just like Palmer's, we won't bring that up again, but you know <laughs> what I mean? You could work at Palmer's for 30 years and never get a fucking raise. Yep. It is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of the thing between working private and working corporate. I've always preferred private businesses, um, but there's a downfall of that. It could be, you know, to a point where the, excuse me, the people up top are taking everything, anything they can get, and squeezing the everybody else. That's where it gets fucked up. Whereas, you know, in corporate, the person up top is still making a lot, but they take care of everybody else. Right, and they have to. Unlike Palmer's where, like... They don't give a fuck. They just want money. All they care about is money. They don't care about people that are busting their ass. Like I said, I don't want to mention names. I wish I could. I really want to mention names, but I'm not gonna... I mean, don't I really, be rude. Don't be rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, people like, uh, oh God, I really want to mention their names. I really want to mention their names. But I don't think I should. That wouldn't be very. Probably not. But I want to. I want to. So, so I'm seeing you buy a notebook. Is there, do you have anything else you want to talk about today? I wrote down a couple topics. Okay. Okay. One more thing I want to talk about. In terms of politics? No, not politics. Oh, oh, different. I want to talk about bar people. <laughs> people at the bar that you got to deal with. <laughs> this is very interesting because when you go to the bar and you're a regular at this bar, you see people every day, right? And sometimes they act a little crazy. Yep. And you don't know how to react. Okay, I don't know. This is like a George Carlin thing. People at the bar. How do you deal with people at the bar? You know, you want to tell them, shut the fuck up and drink your drink and mind your own fucking business. Go outside and smoke. Leave me alone. Shit like that. Yeah. So I've been, dealing with, I've been dealing with that for like the last three days. Like, my friend died, so all her friends are showing up at the bar, right? So, uh, it's, not, it's not a big deal. It's just... Uh, which, which bar do you... You you are regular at the University Tap? University Tap, yeah. that's a It's a great bar. It's in it's Windsor a, Heights. It's a family bar, just so everybody knows. It's really cool. It's pretty cheap. You can get drunk for, like, 20 bucks. That's, so. not, that's not bad. Now, if you want shots, it's going to cost you extra. Yeah. No, anyway, there's some people up there. You know, they're just bar people. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. People that are there seven days a week. They got nothing to do. They're living off, you know. They get off work and they're fucking. Not work. No. Oh, they're not. (laughs) They're on disability. 
So all they do is go to the bar and spend their disability money at the bar. Now, that's a good use of taxpayer dollars right there. Well, <laughs> hey, that's the American dream, my friend. That's the American dream. Am I right? That's the American dream. Spend your taxpayer money at the fucking bar. Who else wouldn't do that? When you're 60 years old, what else are you going to do? Go up to the fucking bar and drink, drink yourself to, to death, and you're going to fucking blame everybody else for your sorrows? I've been seeing this the last couple of weeks, and it drives me crazy. I'm like, how can these people be here seven days a week? We talked about that. I know you don't frequent bars a lot. No, uh, not really. I'm more of a like-to-drink-at-home kind of guy. What about Star Bar? I like to go to Star Bar. Um, for those of you who don't know, those who might be listening, that's on Ingersoll and 28th. I think it's a good bar. It is I a good think bar. Everybody should check it out. But don't go to Palmer's on Ingersoll. <laughs> Boycott that don't place. Don't support them, no. They uh they hire a bunch of illegals. You know I'm you know I'm gonna get a bunch of shit for this. Yeah, I'm gonna get a bunch of shit for this. Uh, maybe, but, but I don't care because I'm you don't work gonna, there anymore. I'm never gonna get hired back from them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> They're never gonna hire. Oh no, I especially after this. Yeah, I I, I I I already burned my bridge with them, and this, if anything, is fucking sealing the deal. Oh, that's I good. could go back tomorrow, crawling on my hands and knees, and be like, Kurt, oh shit. Um, Oh, Sir, give me that. a job. <laughs> please. Please said, give me a job. He said turtle. Turtle. He said turtle. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's like good. what? They're going to fire me again? You know, like what the hell are they going to do? Well, we're never going back, so. I, I think guess they good. could sue me for li- uh, libel. Libel. But, but libel. But, I mean, it's not like anything we've said isn't true. It is true. It's all true. So, we're not. We're not talking bullshit. I'm not talking something that didn't happen. No, it's it's fucking true. I'm telling you. Um, fuck it. You know what? I'm not gonna. Say, okay. Ingersoll, <laughs> stay away from there. Stay away from Ingersoll. Um, I mean, stay away from all Palmers, but especially Ingersoll. Fucking. Ingersoll. Um, that person who's in charge of that place is devil. She's the devil. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, right I won't say that. She's crazy. Yeah, I'm not gonna mention her name. You know, that's a really fuck it. Let's mention her name, Patty. Yep, she's fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. We see a short, fat lady with blonde hair. I don't know what the walk away. Yeah, don't order anything there. Walk away. Go to fucking Firehouse Subs. Go to Firehouse. Go to Jimmy John's. Go go to Jersey Mike's. Get the hell away from there. I'll even say go Panera Bread, even though I don't really like them. No, Panera's better than Palmer's. I'll give you that. Hell yes. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. 100%. So, anything else on your mind? We're going to switch topics here. No. We already talked about Palmer's. I don't know if we want to get into that again. Um, No, 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 no. Let's get away from that. Do you want to dive back into politics? Because I don't know. There might be a couple other things I maybe wanted to. If you want, hey, it's your show. Oh, okay. Here's what I want to talk about. Um, so before you showed up, I don't know how long we're gonna do this, but there's this artist. He's a Polish artist. He was a big influencer in 
um, metal album covers, which I know with Rammstein and everything, they probably had big influence from this. But this is the work of Zizigla Beskinski. Okay. Bensinski. Beck Beksinski. And that's an album cover. No, this is an album cover, but he, he heavily influenced a lot of art that was put into metal covers. Right, right, right. <clears throat> I like this, that I like that one with the helmet, right? Um which one? This one down. Oh oh helmet. Yeah, yeah, there we go. That's a good one. Oh but, uh, I don't want to go to Twitter. No, 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 I know. I just wanted to see it. That's cool. Oh well I was trying to put it in okay, here. No, that didn't work either. Okay, well, here it is. Here's the image. Um, but I don't know. I just think it's interesting. Apparently, he didn't title any of his paintings. None of them. Right. Um, and, you know, obviously a lot of themes of war. He was Polish, so um, a lot of his family had background from being in the Holocaust. So that, I mean, I think if you look at his work, you can kind of see that. Oh, yeah. You can see how dark it is. I just, it's great. Um, this isn't working. All the artwork is. Oh, here we go. Yeah, this image really struck struck out to me. Um, yeah, that's kind of messed up. (laughs) (laughs) I like it though. I like it. Very. I I see a lot of German in this. I know. I. There is a lot of German in that neck. I mean, it's uh. If you watch old Rammstein videos, you'd understand, but I mean, it's... Other than that, it's, yeah, German influence for sure. Yeah, a lot of images of bones, figures that are um, almost resemble skeletons. Well, Um, what do you expect? Image right here of what seems to be a very skinny skeleton covered in a... That's a skeleton. (laughs) Yeah, covered in some kind of, like, fabric with blood in the front. Very dark Ooh, images. That's Ooh. a creepy one right that there. That is really creepy. That is a creep. I like it, though, but it's really scary. That reminds me of, like, I don't even know. That creeps me out. This one really struck out to me, too. Um, oh, fuck. Oh, here we go. But you can see there's just pillars of... That reminds me of hell. Yeah, like the concept of hell. I That's get what that. hell would be, with these pillars and just endless. Like you can't, you can't jump from them. So obviously, that's like it reminds me of hell or Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> either we, one, either one. We should do a, we should do a Mortal Kombat video sometime. Have us just both playing it. Um, I don't know. I mean. But he does a lot of architecture. Um, oh, that's not a very big image. Um, oh, I like that image. That's a good one. Yeah, you can't. Re- it's small. You can't really see it. But this right here. That's before it burned down. Oh, Notre Dame. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's loosely based. Okay, here we go. Here's a bigger one. Yeah. It's like loosely based on it. Um, you know, a lot of similarities. Um, but I was watching this documentary before he got here, and apparently he was uh, really big into architecture. Um, 
he actually had a job being an arch um working in that kind of architecture um but yeah you know that's very oh. obviously a very lustful image that's a cool one i like that yeah two skeletons holding each other just really dark interesting i don't oh, know that one's kind of creepy that one is really creepy let's oh, but i like yeah. i like it i like the fangs and the, you know what it is it's disorder that's yeah once you have disorder man that's that's it um i'm gonna look this guy up fuck what's his name um There you go. Francisco Goya. Uh, are you familiar with any of his work? Yep. Look at a couple of his images. So this guy, um, he was a recluse. He was very disturbed. Um, this is probably the most famous one. Um, but he did a series of paintings in his house in the last 10 years of his life. He painted the walls of his house with these images. Um, That's less, well, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I see that. I see, I see it now. I see it now. Um, but he did that. Like I said, this is probably the most famous one where it depicts. Um, it doesn't really say on here. But it depicts this is supposed to be based on some god and he's um devouring his son which is what the myth is and that's what this painting represents i don't know looking at that other artist uh what's his name um Bekskinski, however that is but i don't know very similar oh this is based off the french revolution i believe 1808. So that's a scene where soldiers are obviously gunning down civilians mercilessly. But it's, in I don't know, it's just interesting. A lot of these paintings have a lot of relevance now in this day and age. Um, no, they do. They do. It's just interesting to think how three, four hundred years ago people were in very similar circumstances to what we were in. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they were, but I mean, not, not, not to the point, maybe, but not similar. where they're like starving to death and dying. And well, then, people are starving to death and dying on our streets. Homeless people. Thing. Yeah, I mean, there's a homeless epidemic going on. Five hundred thousand people in this country are homeless. That's Half a million people, and they just need jobs. Yep. So I think once they get jobs, you know, everything will be all right. Well, that's kind of the problem. Um, they can't get them. Well, they can't get them. A lot of companies are automating a lot of jobs. So that's an issue. Um, even me going to programming, um, they predict a lot of those low-level programming jobs are going to go to AI, which is scary as fuck, I it think. Is. It is because I, it took me almost two months to get a job again. I, You know, I already had experience. I can 
can't even imagine these homeless people that a a lot of them don't want to work and they just some of them are happy living on the streets but we got to clean up these streets you know yeah i mean some people are i don't think people are happy living in the streets some of them are some of them are but i don't think it's i don't think i don't know there's a lot of um drug issues we were talking about this too um there's a documentary I very vividly remember of a man uh, this might have been the uk um but a man was on the streets and he was doing everything he could to get 20 dollars so he could get a crack rock and smoke it and you know is your i know it's a really insignificant amount of money maybe giving a homeless man a buck two bucks five dollars i know that probably doesn't mean a lot for some people but i mean that's not going to a good cause no. people getting fucked up it's like when i was downtown working at palmer's downtown uh there were some homeless people that i could tell that were yeah they were i remember drugs. that so i would buy their lunch but i would not give them money like yeah i wouldn't give them money i'd be like you come in here i'll buy your lunch that's it i'm not going to give you money because you're going to spend it on drugs exactly i mean i tried to help as much as i could but you know it's that's what we're dealing with nowadays yep well i think where are we at here i think we're at so let's see i think we're about two hours already um is there anything else you want to touch upon uh how about you me oh i I'm good. Um, politically, I got everything out of the way that I wanted to. I showed you those paintings. I thought since those are really good. I like those. Yeah. The fuck. That one was crazy. That one reminded me of hell. Yeah, this that one. one. That was a scary picture because that's like what hell literally looks like. You can't jump from that pillar to that one. No, there's no, no. way you can. You're trapped yeah. around a campfire. You're screwed. And I, we can't zoom in on this, but um, there are people, you know, skull people here. You know, so that's kind of. You can't weird. make that jump even if you tried. Look at <laughs> the distance. It's no. like a thousand yards. And it's like right there, too. That's the that's the really shitty part. You're going to fall in the pit of hell. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's I got great. nothing else. It's great. It's great. I like I like the picture. I I love art like that. Yeah, I you know you being German and you really liking Rammstein, which is a heavy metal band. I guess I don't know how much of their artwork is influenced by this, but I remember hearing that this artist influenced quite a bit of metal. Oh artwork. yeah, um, maybe like Sabbath. Uh, I, like there's a early Sabbath cover that I distinctly remember is a um, lot like this guy. Lex. Uh, NIB was on it. Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. Prob uh, yeah, that was their best that. album. But Rammstein, yeah, they're into the dark stuff. But I guess I, yeah, I guess that's my point. I don't know if this is like. No, they when they make videos, they look like this. They do look like that. Okay, they're, they're kind of like hopeless to make you think like you have no hope. Yeah, so. that's that's just the way they operate. <laughs> I know that's depressing. But. All right, well. Right. I think on that note, we're going to exit. This has been a great first podcast. I'm so glad that RJ can come on. Um, keep 
in mind there will be a podcast with my good friend and rapper jackson b place um yeah very y'all listen to that y'all listen to that yeah. it's gonna be good very very talented individual um yeah this has been great um rj will be back on the podcast st patty's so stay that's tuned gonna for that. be fun y'all it's gonna be a fun good time. it's gonna be fun we're gonna get drunk it's gonna be awesome all right guys love you have a good one peace, peace. out peace